Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Logan's in the his house. In the his house. What's happening? I have a question for you. Hit me. Because this is before Christmas, but after Christmas, what's the one thing you're looking forward to getting? If you had a... Is there anything you want? Hmm. Uh, nothing. Okay. So since it's also airing after, any great gifts you're giving this year that you're like, this is a great gift? Um. Yeah, I think the the most exciting gift is going to be, and it sounds silly, but uh, my youngest son, many of you know I've talked about him regularly, he is... Golly, he's 12, going to be 13. He is going to be the biggest kid in our family. And you have to understand, my, my oldest son is over six feet. Uh, but his feet and his just his body type, he's going to tower. He could be 6'2", six, 6'3", six, I think, easily. But he has an intellectual disability that will always keep him five or six. Now... Well, we he's never had a phone. He can't really operate a phone, so he's had he's he has an iPad and okay. and you have to understand it's so it's it's a blessing and I'm not going to use the word curse because it's not, but it's a blessing and then there's some challenges. Anybody out there, you know, and I know there's many facing challenges with their children. Um, but on one hand, I have this I still have this five or six year old in the house, and I'll always have this five or six year old in the house. Right. So Santa is a real deal. Oh yeah, it's a thing. Um, but then, on the other hand, I have this massive twelve-year-old who carries around his stuffed animals like Linus and or his blankie, and and then watches Paw Patrol on his iPad. Like that's what you know. So mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting, and the holidays bring that to light. So the other day, he's gotten into a routine of getting out. He has this clock, this clock. He can't tell time, but he has this clock that changes colors. So yellow, he's got about ten fifteen minutes before he can get up. Green, he can get up. Well, he's an early riser. He's like me. And so he's kind of breaking that a little bit. I, I come up ready to go for a run, 5 a.m. He's downstairs already watching, you know, he likes baking shows too, which is funny. <laughs> but he's watching like holiday baking shows. And I'm like, I told him, I said, you you have to stop getting up before this is not good, not healthy. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I talked to Santa. And, and he goes, no, wait. Wait, you talked to Santa? I know him. And I was like, yeah, I had a conversation with him, and we were talking about your gift. I know him. And, I mean, I floored him. I mean, he was like, I wish I was recording this. It would have gone viral. Because he goes, no, wait. Wait, you talked to Santa recently? Because he's still, he's 12. Oh, he can articulate. Yeah, he's like, yeah. you talked to Santa recently? And I'm like, yeah, we were talking about your gift, and we have a really special gift for you this year. What? Anyways, needless to say, he has not gotten out of bed before green yeah, oh yeah. in the last several oh yeah. days. Even if he's just staring at the ceiling. And, <laughs> but it's become this thing. He told his teacher he's getting a, a special gift. And he's in this classroom where I'm sure every kid in the classroom believes in Santa. Uh, and so the teacher like teacher asked my wife, like, what's this special gift? And my wife says, what's the special gift? And I'm like, I'm like, it's the phone. So my point is we yeah. got him a phone. We added a, a phone to our plan. We're gonna, we have him a phone. Now, why do we have him a phone? Because we're trying to be able to run some errands, leave him in the house. We're trying to be able to give him some more responsibility. And so the phone is going to be critical because we can call the phone, we can FaceTime, we can, you know, et cetera. So I am so, so we're going to give him, this is going to be hysterical too, because I know how this will play out. 
we're also going to give him a case, and we're going to give him a pop socket, and maybe some other odds and ends. Like maybe mm-hmm. may, I might even wrap up a charger. <laughs> but what will happen is get that stuff first. He won't assume I'm getting a phone. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's one of the challenges. Like like he 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 will get open that in his stocking, and he'll be like, oh. But I don't have a phone. And you'd be like, well, you know, someday when you get a phone, and he won't. Every other kid would be like, oh, I'm getting a phone. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. He won't. <laughs> so the I am so excited for that. That'll be really fun. I totally monopolize the conversation. No, you that'll be super I was going to be fun. like, I'm looking forward to giving a pair of shoes to my wife or something, right? <laughs> no, that's great. That's Anyways, good. what about you? What, what uh, uh, highlights for you? This yeah, is... best best thing, my wife and I are not doing presents this year. We decided to take a trip instead. I love it. Uh, so we are going to... Uh, Colorado for a few days to the get away week before Christmas. I know you I'm not should. bitter, <laughs> but we're going away, so that should be good. And then I'm really excited. We do in her family. We do a like a draw of someone, mm. and I got um, her grandpa, who's just a great old guy. Loves UK sports, but he always all all he ever asks for for Christmas is money. Like he just what? Wants yeah, but that this is his thing. But this year I'm gonna get him a like. Um, like a kind of like a, a jacket kind of thing, yeah. But get a UK nice on it, and yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna like love it. it. Yeah, he'll like. And it you a better lot. put a ten dollar bill in the pocket. Yeah, probably do That'd something be like hysterical. that too. <laughs> Look in the pocket. He'll be like, the jacket's okay, but I got a tenner. <laughs> Booyah! Oh, what is it with kids these days? Anyways, exactly. that's great. All right, housekeeping odds and ends. This uh, podcast sponsored by Jewel Financial. Check us out on the web, J-O-U-L-E financial.com. We have a wealth development program, but in regards to some of the things we talk about, you know, some of you out there may have a special needs child in your home or a unique situation, uh, a grandpa who still asks for money, whatever, but you need some guidance and some discussion, and we'd love to be here for you. You can visit us on the web. We have a variety of programs, wealth development program if you're young and getting started, or our general wealth management and, and you know advisory services for folks that are older that listen to this that you know may need some guidance in regards to uh, a special situation in your home. Uh, we do need questions. This time of year kind of starts to stall, yet listenership goes up considerably at the beginning of the year. So please send us your questions to podcast at DIYMoney.org. That's podcast at DIYMoney.org. If we use it on the show, we'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. All right, let's go to our question today from Tran. What do you got? DIY! Hey, guys. My name is Tran. I am from Tampa, Florida. Um, I am a new listener, just getting into finance and savings, um, but I'm loving the podcast. I've learned a lot. I just had a baby. She is eight months, so I'm looking into investing for her future, for retirement, and for college. I know, Quinch, that you recommend, you know, the only saving up to $35,000 in the 529, um, just in case she doesn't go to college or she gets scholarships, doesn't need the money. But I was wondering what your thoughts are about opening a... 529 for her as well as opening one under my name and one for my husband that way if she does need the funds for college um, I can you know how easy it is or if it's a smart idea to just be able to um, change the beneficiary name for my 529 as well as my husband's 529 if that's needed to her name at that point thank you bye Okay, Tran, great question. I want to clear up a few things, though, 
because, and I appreciate you being a new listener. Love to know how you found the show, by the way. But um, I have not deviated from my preferred method for saving for kids' futures. I want to make that very clear. The 529 has become a hot topic of late because of the Secure Act 2.0, which allowed unused 529 money to be able to convert to a Roth tax-free. That conversion amount in total is $35,000. So if you remember, and I know this can become very confusing. We try to keep it as simple as possible, which is very difficult at times. But my wife and I, as a retirement strategy, recently put in $10,000 each to a 529 plan. We're not anticipating going back to college at all. But we did that so that in 15 years, that's the required time, if things go well and the market returns continue to be consistent, we would have around $31,000, $32,000 in those accounts, which we would then start to convert into Roth. That would give us, in total, approximately $70,000 additional in our Roth IRAs. That being said, my strategy for my kids, or if I were to have a kid today, would not be any different than I did 16 years ago with my oldest, which was I opened a custodial account for them and began saving in that manner. Now, what we did, my wife and I did, is we said, okay, by the time they're 18, we want to have X amount of dollars saved for them in this account. Now, what that account can be used for, it can be used for college if they want can be used to start a business in the future. It can be used to buy a car. It can be used to travel. It can be used to put down on a house, pay for a wedding. It can be used for a variety of things. It does not necessarily have to be used for college, but it can be. So we worked backwards. We said, okay, by the time they're 18, we want this. We don't have any money in there now. We did a little bit of a calculation, which is easy to do. You can go online and, and get a financial calculator, and you can figure out how much you need to put in on a monthly basis to get there. Now, Maybe that doesn't work for you. Maybe that amount won't work for you. Maybe it, you know, the amount's too high, too low, whatever it may be. But that's what we did. Now, what people will tell you out there is, oh, but you're not going to get the tax benefit of using a 529. To which I would say, if it's managed appropriately, there will be no taxes. My son has not paid tax on that money in 16 years. We have most often raised the basis of those investments by taking gains where we can and not exposing him to the kitty K-I-D-D-I-E, tax that happens in a custodial account. I know this is a lot of information. I apologize, but I just wanted to clear some things up. So I, I'm, I guess what I'm saying is if you're thinking about for this eight-month-year-old eight saving, consider all options. Don't just stick to the 529 um, it is a good savings amount. I, I don't necessarily think it just has to be up to thirty five. The thirty five thousand is what you can convert to a Roth. But I'm still a fan of the custodial accounts. Now, Daniel, if you remember, he said many times they did not open custodial accounts for their kids. They just opened additional accounts in their names that they're earmarking for the children and they're tax managing accordingly. Uh, you can do it that way as well. But I'm not, and I've heard other people use Roths and their, their ability to take out the contribution amount for education or what have you. So there's a variety of ways to consider um, 
but I just wanted to clear it up because I'm I'm still not deviating from my custodial account recommendation for children. What say you, Logan? Yeah, I think um, I have kind of a, a variant view compared to you and Daniel, the way you guys have handled it. Uh, my view is if this 35000 available to roll over the Roth is a thing and it continue it will continue to be they're going to make new regulations on it they're probably change some of it and maybe even increase the amount that you can roll over over time but i do think with that available my approach when i'm working with people in the wealth development program and they're trying to determine how much to fund for kids is okay let's target for your child that when they're age 18, they will have around 31, 32,000 in a 529 that could either be used for college or be rolled over to the Roth if they don't go to college or they get a scholarship or something like that. And then additional funds go towards what you and Daniel have done. Either way, and that kind of is a preference based on how you want the money to be managed, how you want the money to be invested, and also kind of what your goal for the long-term money is. So either keeping it in you and your spouse's name or putting it in the name of the child. That's kind of up to you at that point. But I like doing both and having some in the 529 and then having additional monies go into one of those two buckets. As well, you asked about changing the beneficiary. You can do so, but I will mention that based on right now the rules, it says that if you change the beneficiary name on the account of a 529, that there would be a restart. At least that's the assumption. It would be a restart of the 15-year rule that the money has to stay in the 529. Now, there might be a way, because it's family and you're saying you're opening accounts for you and your husband as well, that you could transfer the funds between the two accounts, but I don't know. That gets into some, some complicated area, and you just there's not enough stipulation out there to say that if you transfer, it doesn't restart the 15 years and things like that. So what I would probably do if you really wanted to have additional money into the Roth is take the approach of saving for you and your husband into the 529 getting a certain amount in there each month, or you could do $10,000 for each of you to start that eventually gets to the 35 that you can roll over. But I would not try to diversify in the way that you're putting money into um, the child's account and then eventually trying to move it out into one of your all's names. I think you save for the child in one bucket, you save for yourself in another bucket, and then you let those grow and then eventually do Roth conversion if you want to. Gentlemen, synchronize your bucket. The only other thing I'll add is be careful not to sacrifice your retirement, your financial future, uh, because you now have a new baby. And, I mean, again, I've seen this where people end up really dismantling their future goals and objectives because they just put everything into the child's future, and, and that can really backfire. So a balanced approach is key, strategic sort of planning and running the calculations is is absolutely paramount. And at the end of the day, congratulations on the new baby. Congratulations. That's fantastic. All right. All Tran did was send us an audio file to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. We will now send her a $25 Amazon gift card. Please do keep those questions coming. And remember, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.